Um, welcome to the new episode of Monero Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Monero Partners. My name is Min Tran, Managing Partner, and I will be your host today. Um, my guest is today uh, Nicolas. So please, uh, can you tell us uh, a little bit of your background and why you end up with uh, InsurTech Startup? Of course. Um, Min, thank you so much for having me um, on this podcast. My name is Nick. I'm CEO and co-founder of, of Casco. Um, I ended up in insurance basically by birth because um, our family business um, was an MGA, a managing general agent, or for those of you not so nerding around in InsurTech, you know, it's like a virtual insurer um, around classic cars, but without the balance sheet. And my plan always was to start the you know, take over the family business. So after school, I'm German. I come from Ham the nice city of Hamburg in Northern Germany. I went to study in the UK, insurance and risk management um, in Nottingham and London, and then started working for commercial insurer, in insurance broker in, in Hamburg, and joined the family business um, in, in 2011 with the idea of building a price comparison site for long tail risks. So we had check 24 in the market, but I felt there were so many other, um, you know, pet insurance, bike insurance, et cetera. Um, and I wanted to start with classic car insurance. However, six months in, I realized it was very hard and I couldn't even imagine to get a digital version of a product um, to, to just tie these things together. And um, after a year or so, I sat down with my, with my father um, and said, listen, I have no passion for cars. Um, I wanted to start this to build a digital platform and taking, you know, all the car cover, the company as a, as a jump, as a stepping stone. Um, let's, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't see myself doing this 40 years. So I then, but what I took from that was um, two things. One, um, a real appreciation about finding product market fit you know, MGA model, target, and the potential of a, of a niche. But also, and you'll find me, I love MGA models, <laughs> especially if they're targeted. But also how near impossible it is to get, gather any technical resources um, unless you have a 5 to 10 million business case which let's face it, it's very hard to get because there's really smart people in insurance companies. And if it was that obvious, people would have done that. Now, I went into strategy consulting for banks and insurance companies, um, really enjoyed my time and learned a second really important lesson. How much time it takes to make decisions in a corporate stakeholder management. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what we did as a strategy consultant, right? We were you know, greasing uh, decisions <laughs> in an organization um, and how hard it was to get moving in the right direction. And with those two kind of pieces, I then started Casco in 2015 with my co-founder and also best man who I met at uni, Matt, who is also our CTO. Um, and we started with the premise of um, thinking there must be a better way to enable insurers to um, bring products to market faster. Um, and we haven't looked back. So, okay. So that's, that's the, the main part of um, the, the podcast. So uh, can you tell us more why, uh, why Casco, why, where the idea come from? You know, why, why there's a, there's a problem to be solved, you know, how, yeah. how do you get the, the market fit right? 
so so what we saw in we, we saw like a lot of people you know inefficiencies etc cetera, etc cetera. but you know let's 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 face it there is a reason why insurance is getting away with you know 20% sometimes 30% cost ratios um, because the customer the distribution partner doesn't care you know that's that's the point so it was what is then opportunity in the market that can marshal enough resources for insurers to 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 insurance executives to find an opportunity to put you know their reputation on the line um, because it's always easier not working with a startup at least when we started 2015 and we felt in 2015 it was um, share economy, digital platforms. If any, today it's called embedded insurance. It's really, you know, but at the time it was a little bit in the early days um, of that. And we felt this is the white space we've been looking for. And um, that is also the business, um, how we started Casco initially as a B2B2C MGA. And we thought the best way to get insurers going was to bringing white space opportunity in the um, ecosystem space um because of this unique opportunity we we and i think this is always something that um has defined our dna by heart i'm a deal maker by heart i'm a broker by heart i bring people together i see opportunity i bring people together i want to work with insurers that's that's my dna that's what i've learned that's what i've um that's that's the patterns i see and even though we've now found a different way to to market and we can go into that that's still what i think makes insurance tick it's finding a demand getting the pieces together and we felt in 2015 that um white spaces in uh ecosystems would be the right way forward yeah but i i know uh, from the beginning because i i know you since you started that in, uh, in london with a uh, startup weekend i think it um, camp actually, but um, also very good. Both <laughs> very good outlets. Okay, so 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 we, we were in touch in the beginning. I think back in 2014, 15, when when I started Alexa. But but for the people who doesn't know Casco uh, very well, you know, can you tell us how it works? Um, to um, you know, to an example. Okay, so so basically, we solve for a very simple business problem there is more opportunity in the market than it capability or capacity so imagine you are pnl owner within an insurance company and you want to you see i don't know telematics for young drivers as a business opportunity or pet insurance or building a bank assurance partnership or on demand whatever it is um, and you you see that market and you can write the product etc the way technology is delivered, uh, the way digital transformation is delivered, you can basically pull a ticket and get in line for the next two years. And even if you get in line, the delivery costs of technology, um, you know, the last digital transformation within insurance was in the 90s. <laughs> you know, some have now started, but in the 90s, right? That's, you know, I'm, I was born in 84, <laughs> so that's, that's quite long. Um, and it's just very costly and long to go into market. And this is why insurers gravitate towards incremental innovation because it's just the only business cases that work. And the way we solve for that is threefold. Um, I think number one, and it's not very techy, but it's we have, we built trust by understanding the market, by being verbal about the market and having an opinion whether it's good to have a young driver's product or especially how to distribute it. So we have a view about what are the requirements for it to fit different distribution channels and that builds trust. 
The second thing is we have our own tech platform um, that does three things really well. We can design user journeys, we can design products, and we can manage policies and products and distribution partners. So we can augment an insurer, spin up a virtual entity of an insurer and not require them to remarshal um, IT resources. And the third thing is we do not tell or talk about technology. I mean, we have no code, low code, all kinds of cool tools, uh, microservices, <laughs> cloud, it's awesome, right? But that's not really what our clients interest. They're kind, they're, we'll talk about pet insurance. We talk about very concrete use cases um, that, that make that work. And um, so we actually just help insurers grow. Okay, okay, thank you, thank you. Um, uh, can, can, what kind of uh, example can you give, uh, give us uh, if it's not? Uh, sure. Uh, and if you can um, do one also uh, in, uh, in what, I don't know, one PNC, one health, and, and one life, if it's possible. So let's say in um, PNC, we have launched with um, our, um, one of our customers in Switzerland, Balua's, a gadget insurance. Right? A multi-item insurance where you have hundreds of different of items and there's all in one product. Um, and the interesting thing is, and this was quite novel at the time when we launched this in, in Switzerland and we, we even had a version of it which was the first AI-powered watch insurance where we had some AI in there for marketing purposes, I'd argue. But anyway, um, now the interesting thing is this is to enable, um, and this is why distribution and product always need to work together. Um, because the world is full of some direct propositions um, and excessive customer acquisition costs that are then, you know, kind of like innovation theater. Um, and we enable this program to empower their tight agents to onboard um, offline retailers, especially within bike shops, um, electronics, gardening, um, hearing aids, um, to sell at the point of sale. But we, we use the advantage of having a regional sales force to target the long tail of retail. And that has been phenomenally successful. Like, amazing. <laughs> um, I would say that's probably one where it's, really successful um, um, on a PNC side. And maybe just another one is a, with a Belgium insurer, we've done a telematics young driver product with another, a, you know, telematics uh, company. And I'm just saying that because from a technical point of view, um, you need different services powering that because the contract events and the calculation events on a telematics product are very different than from a multi-year gadget insurance. Um, in, Life insurance, we are, it's not public yet, but we're going to launch a um, credit protection or payment protection insurance um, for a bank insurance company. And it's interesting more from a, um, again, distribution point of view, because this was usually um, from an infrastructure point of view done by the banks and there's um, insurance distribution directors around it. And this is now a standalone product um, and a both API based and front end based. So the insurer makes it easier to onboard banks um, and it's a life insurance product. And we are not yet live in with a health insurance proposition. Um, I mean, we have pet insurance, <laughs> pet health insurance, but it's um, part of a property casualty insurance line from a licensing point of view. Um, but per se, we, we are working with um, 
35 insurers across all types of business lines and we're product agnostic and um, have a whole other cool use cases, um, which I also think is really important because it is testament to the flexibility of the platform. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. That's very clear. Uh, which comes um, to the end of the, the interview. I mean, uh, I usually do a, like a portrait chinois. Basically, I'm asking you a very quick question. You don't think about it. Tell me what you think, uh, you know, instantly. And uh, let's have some fun with it. Right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yes. All right. So uh, if you were a, a season or an element of nature. Season, spring, element, um, I'd say wind. Right. If you were a country or a city? Hamburg. Uh, no wonder. Uh, if you were a vehicle? I would... Volvo. <laughs> Volvo? All right. Okay. If um, you were a book? Lord of the Rings. Actually, Game uh, of Thrones. One of one of both are really, I really, really like. Okay, if you were a dish or recipe, um, oh god, it's called Strammer Max. It's uh, it's a German, it's a German dish. It's 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 basically uh, dark bread with uh, with ham, sunny side up uh, uh, egg, and ah uh, yeah yeah, I know this one. I know this one. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Like a German version of, uh, I think, like Coq Monsieur. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. I live, I live in Germany for a while. So, so basic, but really nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see this one. Um, if you wear a hobby? Field hockey. Oh, okay. And uh, finally, if you wear a hashtag? InsureTech. Yes. I, my daughter is probably going to know. She's using InsureTech as a service so many days. So we, we, we have a bet. Maybe that's before mommy and mommy and papi. She's one year old now. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, well, well, okay. Well, thank you very much, uh, Nick, and thank you, the listeners. I hope they, they have a, a, a good understanding of your background and what Casco is and who you are. And um, that's it for, for the podcast. You know, if you want to hear us uh, about us, you can find us at Mandalore Partner uh, Podcast or Mandalore underscore mean at uh, Twitter. And again, uh, it was uh, a podcast from uh, Mandalore Partner on InsureTech with Casco today. Thank you, Nick. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Et voilà. Uh, not, not too long, not too difficult for you. I, I uh, same for you. I do post-production with the guy. I put the jingle. I listen. You will hear about it. And I put on the website and I market it uh, to the social network. No, uh, no, no first about it. Is that, is that, is that perfect? Would that work? Okay. And then, um, and then what I do, I suggest is uh, we keep in touch because I, I, um, I want to co-invest with, um, with Jill uh, uh, Fin LTVs uh, on uh, embedded insurance mm -hmm. and around life insurance uh, going forward. So it's possible we come back. Uh, to your French guy, we, I asked him to present some deals or some idea for Group Apicil from life or health or idea on Casco. He might have uh, to pitch... Um, a strategic committee in the next three weeks. Mm -hmm. I'll keep you updated if it works and it doesn't work, then uh, forget about it. And uh, if it does work, then I might, uh, might uh, co-invest or invest uh, in the next round. It, it depends on how easy it is for me to enter Casco in France. 
So I think, and I think you should, because because one of the things, and 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 Guy is running point on this because um, we found. I mean, it's I, I really when I come in and you know we babble away in English, you you just see a lot of people not feeling that comfortable. Um, but you've mentioned, I believe, that you had a um, strong relationship with Generali as well, correct? Yes. Because I think, and I'll, I'll just nudge Guy because I think he's been, we've been quite far ahead on a, on a tender around embedded insurance with them. Mm -hmm. And they've actively also managed investment. Um, I don't have all the facts, but basically what, what they're looking for is um, a very close and strategic relationship around embedded insurance. And our thinking around it has actually progressed quite heavily that we see our go-to-market in certain around embedded insurance picking one or two strategic partners um, in the, where we would even go as far as to doing embedded distribution for them and driving this because we know how it works um, because of a very simple reason. If I get Generali to invest put, put products on the platform, um, put distribution resources on the platform, might even fund some of my own distribution initiatives. And even if I give them the first pick, I know the way that products work, that they'll say no to quite a few, and then I can reuse it. But, but uh, you're talking to Generali France or Generali yeah. Investment or Generali... Generali France on that. Okay, okay. So I, I know them well. I co-invested with them in a, a platform called Isnest for fund distribution for asset manager, uh, different topics. But if you uh, want to put me in a loop, then I'm happy to continue and then uh, work on it. Uh, so what I would, what I would, I would just nudge Guy that we had this discussion, and because he mentioned, they mentioned it actively. Basically, what they said, they liked our platform a lot. Um, what they are cautious about is they do not want to kind of. And I, you know, I get it. They kind of, they don't want to make us really strong, and then we, you know, we go, we turn around to AXA and makes AXA equally strong, right? Um, mm. And we've we've navigated certain things around um, what that would mean and how that could be structured. So I think they're quite quite happy with it. Um, and they've also said around investment. Um, so what I would just say is. I'd, I'd give Guy another nudge to say that we've spoken, that you have a good relationship and that it might make sense for him and you to discuss because he knows who we're talking to and you might know as well. Um, and then you can decide whether it makes sense, what the next step would be, um, as I'm not that close. In close. Yeah, so generally, it's, uh, France has a very strong policy about partnership, so to develop a relationship, and very few are selected for investment. So if you have both discussions, that is interesting for me because um, I have done a, a similar case just uh, three months ago. And I think, exactly, and I think also some, you know, we are quite open, but the, the, the way we've seen it is that um, whilst we obviously want to be flexible on who we work with. We also see how relevant a strategic partnership, especially in embedded insurance, can can be. And um, so we're, we're we're quite we're quite open to that. Um, so let me just nudge Guy, and then he can he can he'll reach out to you.